Hello, DGENs. Welcome to Degenerate Bets. I am the Brofect One AJ. This, of course, is my co-host, Noah. Follow myself on Instagram, at Brofect One, him at N underscore Engelbretson. However you're listening, however you're watching Spotify, YouTube, we do appreciate it. Please like, share, and subscribe uh, to help us fight these algorithms, dude. Let me tell you, they're killing us, man. These algorithms, they're there. <laughs> they're tough. Um, let me tell you another algorithm that's uh, been pretty tough, and uh, I think Vegas still's got it, dude. These lines, week one, I'm looking at them. They're juicy. I like a lot of stuff. Don't like a lot of stuff at the same time, but excited that we finally get week one action of the NFL. Finally, something to bet on that actually matters. And with uh, sports betting being legalized this week, almost every other state, it seems like, uh, it's going to be a big week in the NFL. Noah, what are your initial thoughts on this epic F NFL week one that we are about to have? Man, I'm just so happy it's back. Uh, Woo! Finally. I mean, it's it's been too long. Way too long. Time for the Packers. Time for the Packers revenge tour to start. We are coming. Fire lit under our ass. Hey, this Packers. is our year. Packers revenge tour, and according to uh, Aaron Rodgers, apparently the last dance. I'm just saying that's what he that's what he put out there. So, you know, get a last dance magic last dance magic going there, and then we get a. We get a good doc in, what, five, ten years? Hey, man, if it means a Super Bowl, I really don't give a shit. Hey, that's that's what all these teams are vying for, if though. He... Every team is looking to go undefeated. Every team is looking to make it to the Super Bowl. Obviously, the Packers being a big favorite going into this. Um, you want to start there because I, I love them. Love them, love them, love them, love them, love them. Um, what are your thoughts on this Packers team? What are you looking for going into week one? And... Um, do any lines on that game intrigue you? Um, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. This team is a slight upgrade from last year's team. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of people are losing that in transition because of all the, uh, you know, all the uh, off-season drama and all that. People are dismissing and forgetting about how talented of a team this is and how this is a Super Bowl ready roster. And I, I do think it'll take a couple of weeks for the lines to like reflect that accurately because I, I think people are going to be betting against the Packers for whatever reason. I can't fathom why you would, but um, you know, I, I I like them a lot. Um, at, I think, was it four points or something like that? So it opened at two and a half in favor of the Saints, believe it or not. Um, and it's uh, moved now to minus three and a half at most books. Um, I think this line's going to move a little bit more. I think that Saints, the Saints seem to be a mess all of a sudden. They just had to release one of their lo- running backs who, um, you know, he just didn't want to take a pay cut. And so they had to cut him for cap reasons because that, team's a mess cap reason and we could see them cut more people come up this week and you know get some crazy shit going on well i mean i do think the saints will still be a good team this year but uh with with this game being moved to jacksonville and the saints not having home field advantage to start the season yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time not taking the Packers minus three and a half or minus four or whatever it is. So, so the stat that came I out. I like that a lot. The 
stat that came out regarding Aaron Rodgers' record in um, the Jacksonville Stadium, that doesn't scare you whatsoever as being part of the reasons the Saints picked that location. Because, I mean, you know, Rodgers can be streaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, streaky. Okay. I don't know. Just something to think about. Um, I like this game a lot. I like the Packers. I think um, minus three and a half is a great number. Um, I would even take them up to uh, probably five, maybe four and a half. Um, but yeah, give me Packers. Give me the points, and I'll call it good on good on that game. Yeah, and what's the over under for that game? Um, over under, you're looking at fifty. Oh, I love the over on that. Really. Oh, well, I guess you got Jameis Winston going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you got two high-octane offenses going at it. There's going to be points. There's going to be a lot of points. Um, yeah, I like uh, I like the Packers on the spread and uh, the over on that one. Packers on the spread and the over. The over, uh, yeah, it's hard not like to over, really. I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers coming in. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder and just kind of sling the ball around with all of his offensive weapons. Same thing with the Saints. Um, do you think that Saints defense is going to be able to hold up against Rodgers and be able to stop them a little bit? Or do you think that they're, they've deteriorated, deteriorated um, so much at this point that that's why this over is going to just, just slam? Man, there's if you look at the last two seasons combined, there's been maybe four games where defense has effectively slowed down Rodgers. Um, obviously, two years ago, both times we played San Francisco, both in the regular season and the postseason. Um, the regular season game against Tampa Bay last year. And I, and I, I can't think of another one off the top of my head, so. It's, you know, this is a Packers team that's only lost six games over the past two years in the regular season. Um, I do think the Saints defense will be good this year, but I don't think it's going to be enough to hold the Packers under, you know, 25, 30 points. Yeah, I totally, totally see that. And I do think that, yeah, this is going to be a high scoring game. This is going to be a gunslinging game. Both the quarterbacks love to throw the ball downfield. James Winston, we know when he can get loose, he can get loose his rushing yards might be a nice over when they release that line. As of right now, they do not have that line out, but something to keep in mind for later in the week. Um, speaking of the week, I can't, I just got so excited talking about Aaron Rodgers getting back on the field, talking about Packers football and betting on them finally, because they're just a cash cow. If, most times um, I forgot about another cash cow himself, the goat, the cash goat, I should say, Mr. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Gronkineers uh, going against the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott and a very high-powered offense but a very weak defense going into week one. Um, Dak Prescott still is – this is going to be his first live-action um, NFL s- uh, snap since his injury. Um, what are you looking at for this game? Do you like any of the lines on this? We got the spread right now at 8.5 in favor of the Buccaneers over under at 52. And uh, Cowboys money line at plus two ninety, and Buccaneers at minus three eighty. Yeah, I'm I'm in like a tough spot with uh, the spread on this one. Um, you know, if it, if it were ten and a half, I'd be jumping on the Cowboys 
big time. And if it were instead of, you know, eight, eight and a half, whatever it's at, if it were at like six and a half, I'd probably be on Tampa Bay. But I don't love the spread where it is. I actually think this game will be like high scoring for both teams. Like I, as good as the Bucks defense should be this year, you know, they were really good last year returning all their starters. Like I could, I can still see Dallas having success um, just putting up points because this is like a very high octane offense when they're fully healthy. Like they're probably a top five offense in the league. So, I mean, they're going to get points. Um, one thing one of, I think my favorite bet for this one would be, um, I don't know what the number's at, but CD lambs um, overs for both receptions and yards. Because, really? you know, I, I don't know that Amari Cooper's 100% healthy yet. Um, I also would like, you know, I also like uh, Michael Gallup for for yards and receptions as well. Coming in at that third receiver spot might be a little bit of a dark horse. Those numbers will probably be a little lower than they should. Yeah, so, I, I, you know, I think, I think you know, I'd, I'd kind of hammer a lot of those, you know, both of those receivers prop bet overs um you know obviously staying away from any prop bets on tampa bay receivers because there's just so many of them that so many you know maybe take gronk to not every touchdown not but i mean no no gronk had like five or six touchdowns last year yeah start the season off with a bang though it's It's like you know but i i mean you, you look at their you know, the receiving options there. Yeah, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, who don't, you know, don't forget about him. Gronk, you know, Scotty Miller can come in and do some things too. It's just, that's why, like, I hate, um, you know, with, with my uh, with my fantasy drafts, I'm like, I, I hate Tampa Bay receivers because not that they're not going to perform, but they were all just like going way above where their value probably will be because there's just, it's one of those like too many mouths to feed type of situations in Tampa Bay. Yeah, absolutely. But it's Tom Brady. If anyone can feed all those receivers, it's him. Let's be real. Even if, even if in a Duncan Doint situation, he can just spread the ball around still. He's that, he's that good. Cause you know, he's the goat, um, you know, I started off looking at this. Um, I had the line earlier at Bucks minus eight, and I still loved it. I still love Bucks minus eight and a half. Honest to God, I probably love this up to nine. Give me the Bucks minus nine. I'll take. I'll lay those points. Give me the eight and a half. I'll take those all day. Actually, if you saw my board earlier, it is one of my. You've also got a. You've also got a major. You got a major hard on for Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, though. So no, this is Noah. I looked at the numbers. Yeah. this is me looking at it as a sports analyst and a sports better. Um, I really like Tampa Bay to score a lot of points. Um, I honestly think the over might be in play because to your point, Dallas might be able to score a bunch of touchdowns on this Tampa defense. With that being said, I don't think it's going to be nearly enough to win this game by a touchdown and a field goal. So give me the nine points and I'll take it. Um, But yeah, I'm locking that in right now. Give me the Buccaneers. Minus eight and a half. 
I mean, I uh, one more bet that I really like on this would be Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott under on rushing yards and total yards because, um, you know, we've said it. We've said it multiple times before, but Mike McCarthy hates running the ball. And that memo, I don't think has gotten fully through yet. So, uh, you know, like I said, I like like C.D. Lamb and uh, Michael Gallup's overs on both receptions and yards. I like Zeke's under on yards, uh, rushing yards and total yards. Can't blame me there. I mean, Mike McCarthy does not like the run. Dak Prescott coming out of this injury. They're going to want him to throw the ball. They're going to want him to get comfortable. I like that. I like that as well. Um, Noah, what do you... What yeah. Do you, um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, in addition to the wide receiver group, the running back group in Tampa Bay, that's a nightmare too, um, both betting and fantasy-wise. I mean, I know I intentionally stayed away from any of the Tampa Bay running backs because, I, I, I mean, I don't think it's been announced who's going to be the number one running back. I think they're running a three, you know, three headed committee there. And um, I haven't looked at what the over unders are for any of those guys, but you know, there could be value in both the over or the under, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah, there could be, that would be definitely a game time decision seeing where those lines are at. Um, something I'll be keeping my eye on my eye on, eye on most definitely. Um, but what about, you Noah? what, We've talked about what's excited me on the board. What what what's getting what's getting your mouth watery? What's getting you stoked for NFL Week One football? What on the board excites you? Um, I mean, obviously the Packers is number one. Uh, that's always going to be the thing that excites me the most. But you know, there's there's a couple good games in here that I'm I'm looking forward to. One of the main ones that um, is probably not a big like marquee game for a lot of people, not a game. A lot of people have their eyes on unless you're a fan of the teams, but I'm excited for jets Panthers. Yes, sir. I think, yes, sir. You know, Sam Darnold against his Sam Darnold against his old team. You got Zach Wilson, the new look jets with an, you know, beefed up offensive line, a new quarterback, better receiving weapons. Um, and I just can't wait until, you know, the Jets being disrespected as, you know, five, five and a half point underdog. I can't wait until they just go into Carolina and beat them. Zach Wilson's going to prove that Sam Darnold sucks and that he is the real deal. So we'll kill two birds with one stone with that game for me is what I'm looking forward to. Because, you know, I've been shitting on Sam Darnold for as long as he's been in the NFL. And I've loved Zach Wilson. So I would love for both of those to be proven right. See the Jets go in there and win by two touchdowns. Two tutties? Two tutties? Wow. That's just me. That's me getting a little overambitious. But I do like the Jets to win this game. Yeah. I I can't blame you, dude. Yeah. That's... One of my brofic bets as well is Jets' money line. Dude, give me that money line. I think this Jets team, just like you said, this offense is ready to pop off, dude. They're just ready to go in there and disrespect the Carolina Panthers. And honestly, I think put the NFL on notice that, hey, we may not be a playoff team this year, but we're going to be something to reckon with. We're not going to be a team you can just walk in and walk all over. 
So, yeah, this is going to be a big statement win by the Jets. And it's also one of those week one lines where, you know, the Panthers are probably a quote-unquote more together team and everything like that. But it's week one of the NFL football. Anything can happen. But Give me the, the Jets but they're, line. But they're really not. But they're really not. I mean, their defense is slightly better, and they have Christian McCaffrey. But other than that, like, what do they have? And I've also been saying, like, this offseason, I think people are way too hype on the Panthers. I think, like, like they have a quarterback who in four years has not proven himself whatsoever in the NFL. Um, their offensive line isn't anything, like, super special. Uh, they have some decent receiving weapons, but it's not certainly not like I, I wouldn't call it a top five and probably not even a top 10 receiving core. Uh, defense is mediocre. I mean, like, I don't know why people are getting so excited about the Panthers. Like, like, like Sam Darnold. That's why. What? Because <laughs> what what they win like five games two years ago with, with, with Christian McCaffrey healthy the entire season. It's like one guy's not going to carry you to all these wins. Yeah, unfortunately not at all, especially at the running back position. You know, a quarterback at some point can will their team to some victories. That is that is the ball. one that is the one and only yes. Yes, quarterback is the one and only position where you can actually like single handedly make a difference in a game. Yeah, absolutely. And they prove that. Positive or negative. Quarter yes. quarterback's the the one yeah, one position where you can pretty much either lose lose a game or win a game. But Oh yeah, Christian McCaffrey is having a bad game, you just start throwing the ball over top. But with Sam Darnold, we don't know if that's a good other option. So, yeah, man, I'm all over the Jets on this game. Love it. It's going to be nice, nice early underdog win. We love to see that. Um, I do want to talk about one more underdog that I absolutely love, and that is the Detroit Lions against the San Francisco 49ers. Bro, no, nah, dude. You gotta listen to me here. All right, you gotta so, 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 hear me out. Do you do you like that because you, you think the Lions can win, or do you just really hate San Francisco and are really like, like thinking they're overrated? All right, Noah. So we're talking about money. So I leave emotions out of it. Okay, I'm focused on cold hard facts right now. Okay, and let me tell you something. The Lions, do they love to win games they're not supposed to lose? I mean, excuse me, they love to win win games. They're not supposed to win. No, 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 the, 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 no, the Lions love to lose. They do love to lose. Period. Don't get me wrong. They love to, they, they love games. to lose. Period. Yes, but they can. No, win no, no. Games. The They're thing that the Lions love is just, is just losing. They just love losing. No, see this, this Niners team, I think is a bigger mess than people will give credit to. I don't think it's covered enough because they're a West coast team. You got Jimmy G, Trey Lance. That's going to be what's covered. Trey Lance is injured. Jimmy G's in. Simple as that. But by the time this game rolls around, Trey Trey Lance should be activated. So that's going to make some questions at quarterback. What if Jimmy G comes out and just has one bad quarter, and then they're like, yep, fuck it. Let's get Trey Lance in there. Then the Lions are going to eat. They're going to eat this guy up. And so that's why I'm saying Lions money line. Lock it in. I love it. I think this 49ers team is a mess. I think this Lions team is more together than we think. We're going to see Jared Goff go out there and be a brand-new quarterback. I'm excited to see this uh, new generation of Lions. I, I, like, I just I cannot disagree more. But um, 
I, I will agree with you on one thing that I do think San Francisco's um, overrated how they are right now. I think people talking about them as a playoff team is a little bit aggressive. It's a joke. Um, however, this is the fucking Detroit Lions that we're talking about. And th- this is a less talented roster than they had last year. Like this team will struggle to win three or four games. This is a bad, bad Lions team. This is why in my in my uh, survivor pool, I picked San Francisco because I'm like, you know, it's it's a good mid-level team that I can feel very, very solid about them winning a game. I don't have to burn a pick on a really good team. I can pick a mediocre team that I know will beat a fucking shitty team. So I, I man, I just. But is that with Jimmy G starting? Or is that I'm, I'm starting. Who's that understanding? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. Oh, it totally matters. It does, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter because there is no better defense to get, like, to get your first like start or first game experience against than the Lions. So if Trey Lance gets put into this game, like, it, it it'll be one of the easiest defenses he has to play against all year. So. And he won't be because Jimmy G won't look bad because it's the fucking Lions defense. He's not going to look bad. He's going to he's gonna go do his Jimmy G shit and put up, like, very, like, unimpressive numbers, but nothing that's, like, terrible. He's, he's going to put up boring numbers. That's what Jimmy G loves to do is just put up boring numbers. Yeah. I mean, and I think they'll be so boring that he can't he can't score a touchdown in the first half. In fact, you know... I'll even, I'll even take Lions first first half money line, dude. That's how good I'm feeling about this team and how bad I feel about this 49ers team, dude. I would take the under on this game though, because I I think San Francisco's yeah. defense is going to hold the Lions to very very few points, and I don't love their offense. So under over under is at ooh, I think I saw it at 45. Give me a second. Yeah, I mean, I'd take it at 45. I'd, I'd, that's fine because, like I said, San Francisco, I mean, I, they're going to have a really rock-solid defense, and uh, their offense is going to be very suspect this year. So, yeah, the kind of the, kind of the complete the, com- the complete opposite of the Dallas Cowboys is the 49ers. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see come Sunday. That's why they play the games. That's why we're here. Um, that'll be a great game. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, what else? Do you have any other major picks standing out? Like, what else do you like, Noah? Because, honest to God, I can go through and make picks in every single one of these games. But we'll be here all night, dude. Let's be real, especially once we get done with props and everything like that. So what else do you like um, going into this weekend? Um. You know, I like the Falcons minus three against the Eagles at home. Now, by by no means do I think the Falcons are going to be good this year, but I think the Eagles, um, they're they're one of my three teams that I have in the running for worst record this year. Um, obviously, the Lions are one, the Eagles, and then the Texans. I think those three are going to be – like, I, I would make a bet – I would bet a lot of money that one of those three teams ends up with the number one overall pick. Oh, the Texans are already going to get that. They got to pray for that at this point. 
Well, I mean, do they wait? They don't even. However, do with the Texans, with the Texans though, I'd like them to win Week One against Jacksonville, and that might be a little that might be a little hot take pick right there. I know the line's only like two and a half, but um, Tyrod Taylor's got experience. He's got a couple of years experience playing in the league. Um, he's been announced as their starting quarterback. They have okay receiving weapons. They have okay, you know, running backs. And with how bad Jacksonville's offensive line looked in the preseason, dude, I think this is good. I think this is going to be a terrible game to watch. So I probably will not be watching this at all. Um, but I, I think it'll be a close game. Like, I think it's going to be back and forth and pretty close. I just, I, it's just going to be such crap football that I don't want to watch it, but I will bet on it. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Got to bet on bad football. So, over under at 44 and a half, it's, you're talking about bad football. That means a low scoring game. Not so always. Half, Not always. True, you do have two. Bad football can be high scoring, too. Yeah, I mean, I, God, the over-under is just so hard to pick on this because you got bad defense and bad offense on both sides. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't even know. I feel like it's just going to it's gonna be shitty football. Oh, but all the way around. I, I, I do – the reason I like the Texans is just experience in the NFL. They have more of it on their roster. They have a lot more veterans. Jacksonville's a lot younger. Um, so I think I think that veteran experience will ultimately like give the Texans a slight edge. Um, I think I think I have them at like three wins on the season, the Texans. I think this is one of the three week one against Jacksonville. Well now I'm intrigued. I mean it, it'll be it'll be like one of their It'll be one of their two easiest games of the season. So if they're going to win three, you know, might as well get it done week one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you might as well get it started, especially against a Jaguars team that's definitely young, definitely new, and definitely not um, a playoff contender by any means necessary. Barely a regular season contender at this point. Um, but that's a stay away game for me because my head, my heart, it's telling me to go with Jacksonville, but my numbers are telling me to go with Texans. And when that stuff doesn't line up, I stay away from the game. I'm not about it. Um, I will say, my gut is telling me to go Browns plus six to cover against the Chiefs. Because let's be real, the Chiefs hate to cover. Yeah, honestly, over the last couple of years, they've not been a good cover team. No. And they, they win. They win. Oh yeah, they'll just, win. No doubt in my mind. Grant, granted, a lot, a lot of, a lot of those have been like more than a touchdown spread. True, very true. But this is a different Browns team. This isn't just the regular Browns coming to play. This is a Baker Mayfield Browns that is looking like a solid team, and they have OBJ back. Baker Mayfield is feeling more confident than ever. I'm really feeling good with this team, and I really think plus six is enough points. Give me them. Give me them all day, dude. I'll take the six. 
I don't think so. I, I, I mean, I think the Browns are just going to squeak into the playoffs this year. And my reasoning for that is you look at last year, I think they were like seven and one or eight and one in one score games. And that is, that is a like huge, that is a huge warning sign for regression. So I I don't think they're going to win as many games this year as they did last year. I do think they'll still make the playoffs. I think, you know, they've actually improved their roster a little bit from last year. So oddly enough, I do think they're going to have a slightly better team, but perform a little bit less in the regular season. Because it's just unrealistic to like expect to keep that up in one score games, you know, one bad bounce on a fumble or something like that can completely turn the tide of like some of those games. Oh, absolutely. But that's and, why I um, think, you know, that's why they're going to cover. Well, they're going to keep it close. They're going to keep it in there and they're going to cover. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how this revamped chiefs offensive line does, because if it's as good as it could be, I mean, the Chiefs are going to be back to another, like, 14-15 win season. No problem. No problem whatsoever. Lock up that one seed easy. Easy. I mean, this Chiefs team is going to be a hard, hard hard-ass team to beat. Um, Except for just that one game a year where they almost lose to the Raiders. So true. Or the Chargers. They, They seem like they, like, they just have these, like, each year, every year, there's like one really close game they have with the Raiders and the Chargers. Obviously, they uh, what went to overtime with the Chargers one of the games. Um, well, and the Chargers beat them in uh, the last week of the season, week 17 last year. But, you know, Chiefs are resting starters. Uh, Raiders beat the Chiefs and almost beat them a second time. So for whatever reason, they seem to struggle against the Raiders and Chargers. I don't get it. Because they completely dominate everybody else, including, you know, the Bills, the Ravens, any like all these other really good teams. But it's the fucking Raiders and the Chargers that they seem to struggle against. Yeah. And I mean, everyone has their kryptonite. I mean, Tom Brady can't beat Nick Foles to save his life. Um, Same with Eli Manning in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, yeah, shit like that in sports happens. And that's what we that's why that's why we love it. It's great. You can't explain it, but for some reason, those teams just suck against those teams. Well, with that being said, Noah. Yeah, I think. uh, Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I think with Tom Tom Brady, I think he's 0-2 against Nick Foles and uh, 1-3 against Eli Manning or something like that. It's terrible, dude. And he won't even shake Foles' hand (laughs) at this point. He's just so disgusted with how he's played every single time against Foles. He he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't either time, and I get like the Super Bowl being upset about losing in the Super Bowl, but like even still then, but but then Foles comes in and fucking beats him on Monday Night Football or whatever, and he just walks straight into the locker room in a regular season game because he's so fucking butthurt because he clearly still hates Foles because Foles is just way better than him. I don't know. (laughs) I get out. I won't. I will not. I will not be a part of a show with that type of blasphemy going on here how dare you even like don't get me wrong i love big dick nick he's great he's a great guy great quarterback um did wonders for the bears would have done really good if they invested in him fully with that being said he ain't he ain't no brady so 
let's go ahead and let's leave that at the let's leave that Noah. that's ridiculous how dare you how dare you seriously wow yeah, no. anyway. so aj who, who's your what's what's your lock of the week what do you got what's your what's the bet that's jumping out the most to you that you gotta take dude we talked about it earlier i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna say it again on sunday when i tweet out my picks and honestly i might just wear a shirt that says it all right give me jets money line the zach wilson show is here to stay he is zach freaking Wilson. I'm all about him. I'm all in that hype. That new offense, Rob Solid um, over there in New York is going to do great work with this team. And yeah, they're going to get a fat W against this Carolina Panthers team. And Sam Darnold is going to regret that he ever left and that he was traded away. Yeah. Jets money line. Put it across the chest. Put it on my back. I'll wear underwear of it. Give me the Jets money line all day. <laughs> Noah, what hey, about the only- What? Uh, yeah, I was going to say the only reason Sam Darnold's going to regret leaving New York is he will not have all these scapegoats of other things. Poor coaching, poor offensive line, poor defense. He's His excuses are gone. Done. So if he no more. continues to play like dog shit like he has his entire career, he's got no excuses left in Carolina. He's got no excuses. None whatsoever. It's terrible. But... Yeah. He he is he is suspect number one. More blame falls on his shoulders than anyone else. It's him and Matt Rule are the two guys who are getting all the blame if they're performing poorly, and he deserves it. And I hope he gets it. Oh, I no. love Jets money line. I love that you're on that. Myself, I've got two locks of the week. Two locks. I mean, two I, locks. I yes, We're two right. locks of the week. Let's hear this. Um. First and foremost, Seattle minus two and a half Ooh. at the Colts. Colts got, yeah, I believe, Jacob Eason starting at quarterback. I believe so. No, one should be back, I believe. Yeah. I Is Wentz going to be there week one? Hmm? And doesn't even matter. You know how much I hate Carson Wentz anyways. Yes, so. Very like, aware of that. He's a Turk. I mean, I just. I just constantly call him a turnover machine because he is. Um, doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter if Carson Wentz is starting. I um, I just I, I think the Seahawks team has. I guess the big question is whether or not we see the Seahawks team of the uh, you know last four or five games of the season, or that, or you know the first four games of the season, or if we see that team that showed up in the middle chunk. I'm betting that we. I'm betting on the fact that we don't see that team that was the middle like eight games of the season. Um, I, th- I think the Colts with, you know, regardless of who's at quarterback, you know, they got guys recovering from injury. There's been, I mean, the Colts have, it's, it seems like this whole preseason off season, it's just been injury, 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 injury. These guys are banged up. I mean, I think their defense is still going to be pretty good, but um, Seattle's offense is good enough to compete with that. And I don't think the Colts offense is going to be good enough to, put up as many points as the Seahawks do. So um, I love the Seahawks minus two and a half. And my other, my other lock that I really, really, really love is the Monday night game. Give me Ravens minus four and a half against the Raiders. The Raiders are a train wreck. John Gruden. 
I, I don't know. I don't know how he, you know, won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Like he clearly his time away from the game has really like changed shit. He's just making all the wrong moves there in Tampa Bay, and bringing in all the wrong players, getting rid of all their good players. I feel bad for Derek Carr because he's getting absolutely no help. Um, clearly offensive line was a big issue last year. They did not address offensive line at all. They're like, well, screw it, whatever. You can just deal with this shit. Honestly, God, I their feel defense like- is bad. Their offensive line is bad. Yeah. I mean, they have Derek Carr, who's good. They have Waller, but other than that, I don't know who they even have at receiver anymore. They got Rugs, who coming into his second year, but he hasn't even proven anything. No. And this, this Raiders team is going to be bad. Yeah. And this is the perfect, perfect like opponent for Baltimore, who you know is going to run their typical um, offense and defense. They're going to play really tough defense on you. You're going to bring a lot of pressure. And then on offense, they're just going to run the ball a ton. And the Raiders don't have a strong enough front front seven to stop the run. I think Baltimore runs the ball all over them. I love Baltimore minus four and a half on this one. Baltimore minus four and a half. Seattle minus two and a half for your locks for the week. Myself, Jets, money line all day. Noah, it's been a pleasure. I cannot wait to sit on my couch and watch Sunday football again. It's beautiful. I, I uh, Thank God we're back, dude. We're all the way back, and I could not be more excited. And yeah, we will be, be we will be back later this week with um, our picks for college football week two, another stacked board. And honest to God, Noah, looking at it early, I don't know about you, but I am beyond excited for this week of college football because why the hell wouldn't I be? It's just another full weekend of football to bet on, and you can't you can't beat that, man. You really can't beat that. But with that being said, we will be, be back. We will be back with more degenerate bets.